Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Privacy Please. I'm your host, Cameron Ivey, and with me today is Spirion's own Chief Innovation Officer, Mr. Gabe Gums. Gabe, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Wait a second. <laughs> thanks for... Am I a co-host? Just... Yeah, you are a co-host, right, but... Thanks uh, for having me on anyway. Yeah, this is our first episode <laughs> of Privacy Please. Gabe Gums is the Chief Innovation Officer for Spirion. You know, this podcast is about the convergence of cybersecurity and privacy and all the things. Indeed. Um, so, Gabe, what's the one thing you do to protect your own privacy? Mm. I, do, I do a lot of things, um, or several things. I, I think some of those things more than others. Um, I think the one thing I do that is really not terribly difficult and lots of other people can do it as well uh, is protect their browsing habits. Um, the internet is a place that is by design one where we can learn a lot about people that visit our, our, our websites and, uh, yeah. and that's, that can be a good thing. It can be, it, it certainly can be useful when that information is used to provide value back to the consumer. I, I certainly can say that there's been a couple of times, maybe more than a couple of times where I have had what I knew were targeted ads and, you know, I read it and I was like, ah, oh, actually I am interested in that thing. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, you also get a lot of, a lot of organizations who it's unfortunately hard to know who to trust with your, your information. And, uh, and so to that end, I use, I use a, a secure browser, um, a secure private browser, keep it in private browsing mode, Firefox in particular. Okay. And a number of privacy protecting plugins. So, um, one of them is HTTPS everywhere from the folks at EFF.org, Electronic Frontier, Electronic Frontier Foundation, great, great org. They're almost called Fazulis. I swear I'm not in a payroll. <laughs> um, what that one does is it, it forces, uh, it enforces the use of, of a secure connection to any site that you, you attempt to visit. Uh, so if you, you know, go to slash like google.com, it'll yeah. redirect you automatically to the secure version HTTPS. So that's always a good one. Um, I use Privacy Badger, which is another great, uh, Privacy protecting, uh, plugin. That one, you know, it learns, um, what to block, uh, especially, you know, there's, there's a bunch of invisible trackers out there. Uh, you don't want to get too technical and talk about invisible trackers and super cookies, but yeah. suffice to say that, you know, those things exist and, uh, ghostery, uh, it's another one. Um, it blocks ads, stops trackers, and it definitely, you can see an improvement in, in the speed of which, you know, using those sites. Yeah. Um, Adblock Plus, just a, an old tried and true favorite. And I know there's some folks who are not a big fan of Adblock Plus because I guess they have a little bit of a paid model too where some some uh, organizations can can still get some access to some of your data, which is why I layer all of these different uh, <laughs> tools anyway. Ublock Origins, another favorite of mine. So I'm, I'm a big fan of that one also. Uh, there's uh, – and then finally disconnect. That's disconnect. Uh, yep. disconnect. Yeah, that, that's a big one for me too. So, absolute number one thing I do, like I, I am a hundred percent always in privacy browsing. <laughs> and it's not because I'm necessarily doing anything at all other than wanting to protect my information and sure. uh, from from folks who otherwise I, I don't know always have my best interest in mind. So, great points. Now, to get a little bit more personal, you know, 
what exactly do you do at Spirion being the chief innovation officer? Mm. So you opened up with talking about that convergence of, of cybersecurity and privacy. So I've been in cybersecurity for 20 years, maybe 19. Long time. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. And, enough. Uh, it's certainly enough. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. walk out of here and that's it. I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough. I've had enough. Um, and so I spent most of that time as, as a practitioner in the cybersecurity side of, of, of this. And arguably, privacy was always an element to it, although we, we didn't talk about it in that sense, right? We, we yeah. talked about protecting data and protecting companies' data. And the truth is, the data that we were protecting, although a lot of that belonged to those organizations, there was a lot of other people's data in there. Like, sure, your data. I worked for, you know, pharmaceutical organization for a while. And there's a lot of, a lot of PHI data of both employees as well as, uh, you know, non-employees. Um, and so here at Spirion, I am responsible for setting the direction of our overall product strategy, our portfolio strategy. So what, what are we going to build? Why are we building it? Who are we building it for? What problems are we solving with it? And then defining exactly what that what that technology is that we're building. It's, it's, I, it's, I spend a lot of time with other security and privacy professionals understanding their challenges and then translating that into our overall product portfolio roadmap. Um, and then we've got a team of awesome engineers that turn that into product. Awesome. What does that look like when it comes to, I, I would imagine that you do some a lot of research trying to stay ahead of the game yeah. where where we can, you know, or where Spirion can actually be uh, ahead of the game when yeah. it comes to privacy and compliance and data security. Yeah, there's there's a lot of just general market research. Sure. So, there's a lot of just understanding the overall market needs of our, you know, consumers and more importantly, their customers yeah. because that's, that's where their needs arise. Um, and that includes, you know, just researching and staying on top of regulations, you know, privacy regulations in the last 12 months have absolutely exploded. Yeah. We've seen more in the last 12 months than we have in the last 100 years, which <laughs> is kind of ridiculous, but it's not it's not untrue. It's no. certainly quite accurate. Data is everywhere now. Yeah, it is everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um so a lot of research, a lot of technology research also. Um building modern applications is certainly quite different than the applications I, I used to protect 10 years ago. Um, there is, I mean, I, again, I don't want to get too deep into the, the, the technical bits and bites of it. So yeah. Maybe, maybe, on, maybe we do another session where we, we do dive deep on on uh, privacy at a very technical level. Sure. But there certainly is a lot from my perspective in my chair as the chief innovation officer of understanding how to bring the best leading technology to market to to be able to solve those problems, um, and and that comes in a number of different number of different forms. So I you know I stay very close to the developer community, and I'm always uh, I'm always at conferences, and, and I'm always reading online, and I'm always reading reading books. I've got a backlog right now of uh, some technology books that I'm making my way through. Um, it's just a lot of informing yourself with with everything, and I'm I'm lucky enough that for me it's a lot of that's not even work. It's just yeah. I enjoy it. I do it. And so, you know, I, I'm just uh, an absolute rabid consumer of, of information. Yeah. That's the keys to happiness is... Rabid consumption of information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if everyone's <laughs> going to agree with that, but... <laughs> yeah. Fill my plate with more data, please. Yeah. Well, let's let's kind of transition into that topic around 
convergence of cybersecurity and privacy and and kind of explain to me what that means to our listeners, whether it be just normal people that care about their private data or companies, colleagues, communities, um, and why it's so important to protect that data mm. nowadays more than ever. That convergence equally manifests itself in those three personas that you just described, like our colleagues, communities, and, and customers. You you are a customer of of someone also, right? I'm yep. sure you are. I, I am, um, and uh, and you you have colleagues. We are, we're colleagues, etc. Right? And that convergence kind of looks like the following: there's there's data that all of those organizations have, whether they're your credit card companies or some rewards program from your grocery shopping, but whatever those things are. Uh, again, the those organizations that need to protect that information. It's it's your information they're protecting. It's yeah. my information that they're protecting. It's 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 your mothers, your wives, your your brothers. It's 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 everyone's information. This isn't just a I'm protecting uh, you know Megacorp data or Acme Inc's you know yeah. intellectual property around their their new jet propelled roller skates so you can catch more uh, road runners <laughs> right like this the, the, <laughs> yeah right yeah no the, the, the most organizations today literally run on data. That's not even just you know some buzzwords like they, that's what it is and they monetize that data and, and even just down to the mom and pop level you know you see a lot of uh, a lot of companies you know coffee shops they, they've got they've got point of sale systems that are yep. yeah they're, they're all easily hacked into well forget that part of it Let, well, let's yeah. Just, let's, yeah let's just get to the data side of it but yeah that, there might be some of that too yeah. you're not wrong um, <laughs> but just in the data side of it right like i'm not gonna i don't want to either pick and or promote any particular company, but you've been to a point of sale system recently at any small, small company. Sure. You know, again, I'll take a coffee shop. A lot of them have these, these very high tech looking point of sale systems and, you know, they can take, you can take your credit card, you can use Apple pay, you can do all those things. Yep. Uh, one of the other benefits to those vendors is they provide a lot of analytic data to the, to that coffee shop. They can tell you, you know, when your busy hours are and, and when you're making – they they take all that data and they can provide you with a lot of analytical information. Yeah. So, even all the way down to the mom and pop level, data is driving their business to some degree. It is informing them as to how they can better run their businesses and, and make more money. And so, it, it is pervasive in that sense. That's a great point. I didn't even think about it at that level. The fact that it's I think like most things you you exist in the world around you and and you pass by some things all the time and it, you just you just don't even think about the effect it has on your world but yeah every time you swipe that credit card at one of those those little you know little white terminals that company shares that data with other companies that have their product and they tell them things about you know buying habits and best times to buy and even where you know within within a 10 mile radius there's there's more activity going on than others, like you know, which can lead to a lot of other great information too. Sure. Right? It's like ah, you, you totally want to set up your coffee shop over here, yeah. Like rent that space, not the one two blocks that way, because there's a lot of people that buy coffee over, over there, right? Or <laughs> or it's saturated, and maybe no one's buying coffee over here because there's no coffee, and, and so you should you should set up. There's yeah yeah at every level, data is being analyzed and used to. Uh, to profit. I mean, datanomics sure. is a thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, we can kind of jump on an older topic that everybody knows about, which is the, um, the Facebook incident with Cambridge right, right, Analytica. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, monetizing data for 
all kinds of reasons. Yeah. Sure. I mean, well, is that kind of in the same sense compared to something like when you get a new Apple phone or you're signing up for something like Facebook, there's always that warning or privacy, mm. um, like read the terms and conditions. Who reads that? Usually nobody. Probably like no one other than like maybe <laughs> privacy lawyers. <laughs> yeah. Scott Giordano reads that. Yeah. He Scott definitely that. reads yeah. that. Shout yeah. out to Scott. Shout out to Scott Giordano. Yeah. <laughs> How important is that to actually – To read? Yeah. Well – I mean, obviously, it's been looked over and that's one of me, the reasons why people are – Let me put it this way. It, it, it's fairly important to to read and understand, but most of us won't. Sure. Um, it's probably better to think about what the worst implications of giving that person information about you maybe and whether or not what you're getting in return is worth it. Yeah. Right. So, here's a great example again in my life, another privacy measure. So, there, there was – there's – there's an ice cream shop in town that I like to visit. Not gonna lie, like like me a little ice cream sometimes. <laughs> and uh, is this from your hometown or from? No, right here, right oh, here. Oh, okay, in yeah, St. Pete. All yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right here in St. Pete. Um, and they ha- they used to have uh, just a typical like reward program. They had like a little card. You, you you buy five ice creams, you punch it, and you get like you know the six one free. Yeah, yeah. Or four and you get five, whatever it was. Totally worth it. Absolutely worth it. Yeah, yeah. He uh, just gives ice me a cream card. Is life. Uh, well, mm. yeah. To I mean, me, sorbet I'm is gonna... life. But I mean, I like their ice cream. <laughs> but I'm a sorbet man. But that's not the point, though. Okay. The point is, right? Um, they switched a few months ago to the same uh, royalty program that their point of sale uses. Sure, so yeah, now okay. this point of sale product has this derivative product. That has that keeps track of all of their loyalty program stuff, and so I had to download an app. So last time I was there, it was like, yeah, I don't do that anymore. You just just go in the app store and download this app, and you can use it. I'm like, and I'm no longer gonna participate in your loyalty. Yeah, that changes like, the game. It does change the game. Like I don't, yep. I don't need or want that one free ice cream for every fifth one. That exchange is not worth it. Yeah, the data you are now collecting on me is not worth a scoop of ice cream. Sorry. Well, let's let's. And that's dive. the way you should think about every time you you read or don't read one of those yeah. privacy warnings. Just think about forget the forget the details of it. Let's just assume it's all bad. Yeah, I know that's a really nihilistic view, but just, let's just assume it is. Firstborn, all worldly goods, whatever. Is the thing you're getting in return worth it? To some people, it is. Yeah, yeah. To some people, they don't care. Some people simply don't care. So others don't think about it. So, on that on that same topic, what does that mean? That means when you download something like an app. Or something that you're actually putting your your personal information into. More than likely, there's a reason why there is an actual um, app there. Yeah. Please read this terms and conditions and yeah. accept because more likely that's because they're sharing your data, they're selling your data. I mean, is at that, a minimum, is that true? at a minimum, they're protecting themselves if nothing else. Exactly. So they may not be doing any of those things, but at a minimum, they may be protecting themselves. So would um, you say most companies only care about? The company, but not necessarily the employees I, of the company or the the customers. I know that's I, a hard topic to I, jump I, well, into. Well, it's but. a big, broad one. I'm not going to say most companies. I will say this. For-profit organizations, they, they do have a duty to to make a profit, to, sure. to generate revenue. That, mm-hmm. is, that, that is the thing that Use they analytics. Are. Yeah. And so, that's not a bad thing. I don't begrudge, I don't begrudge capitalism in that sense. Um, yeah. Late stage capitalism, maybe, but <laughs> right. But uh, but most companies, I don't think it's most. Um, but I think there are a number of them that also don't think about it, and so you know they they're thinking about the benefits to them. Like 
this this ice cream shop's a really good example of that. Like the person who runs it, I would say is a, is a pretty darn good individual. Like it's a good person, totally yeah. good person. Yeah. Like I I would trust this good person. intentions. Yeah, absolutely, totally <laughs> trust this person. It's, you know, nice standing in the community. Other people I know trust him. Like yeah, who, who doesn't trust someone that sells ice cream? Well, let's be honest. Uh, it's okay. Unless, unless it's, it's like in a, the truck, right? Don't trust that's a different the, story. That's different. Not the truck ice cream. Duly noted. Stay away, kids. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's only free ice cream in the truck. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so. He runs a business. It's certainly nothing there nefarious, right? However, all he's thinking about is simplifying the process mm-hmm. for him and his customers, which I totally get. And, and I, I like that idea. Plus, it also gets him more information on maybe how to make things better. I'm sure he can track his most loyal customers now to what flavors of ice cream they buy. Great. I should go make more of those flavors. Sure. Has he given any real thought into how the data he's now collecting on these customers he cares about and you know the implications of that? I don't know. I've never had that conversation with him. Maybe I should. Um, he'd be thrown off. He might be. So I don't think it's every company by any stretch of the imagination. I, I think, I think there is, uh, there is There's a groundswell good. of a privacy revolution that is occurring, certainly at the consumer level, so much so that it is driving things like the, the, the CCPA regulation, right? The California Consumer Protection Act. Mm-hmm. I think that that groundswell is there. And so these organizations are now being, voluntold to care about it. Sure. Because I don't think they, they all got up, every or every company got out of bed and thought to themselves, I will be evil today versus I will not be evil today. <laughs> right? But, uh, but that doesn't mean that uh, you know, the best intentions don't sometimes go astray. That's a good point. All right, Gabe. So, to wrap things up, um, my question for you is, what are you most excited about for 2020? Yeah, it's a good question. I'm genuinely excited to continue to both watch and participate in this overall privacy revolution that is that is occurring. The, the, the one, again, that's happening on the ground floor now, the one where people, everyday people, not just folks like myself, are participating in protecting their privacy and having a voice about how their data is used and actively and actively championing causes like CCPA and so forth. I am, I'm genuinely excited to, to, to see how the rest of this plays out as as these regulations go into play, it means that everyday people are going to have the opportunity to question organizations about how their information is being used, shared, protected. Now, everyone's not going to care still. That's yeah. a fact. But I'm excited to, to watch that that door open and people start walking through it. Citizen security arrest. Ooh. That's what I'm talking about. Citizen. Patent pending. Wow. There we go. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Make it a thing. Yeah, I will. All right. On that note. (laughs) On that note, good stuff. Well, I appreciate your time and we look forward to uh, future episodes with uh, Privacy Please. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you guys next time. Cheers. Oh, thank you. Thanks again for tuning in to Privacy Please. This podcast is brought to you by Spirion, protecting what matters most. Join us next week and every week as we delve into the intriguing world of security and privacy. You can email us at privacyplease at spirion.com and hit us up on our Twitter at privacyplspod. If you want to read more into these topics, check out our blogs on spirion.com. Again, I'm Cameron Ivey, an all-around decent guy. Until next time.